Hello everyone, and before we get into this episode of Stuff Explained, I'd like to kindly ask you to go on and leave some reviews, uh, throw some stars my way, preferably five, you know, that's the general range I want to keep things in. Um, It really helps, especially on Apple Podcasts, with the visibility of Stuff Explained and getting it out there to more people. Of course, if you use, or rather if you listen to this on any other applications, any other streaming services, please, if there's a, an ability to, oh, I hit the mic just now, if there's an ability to leave a review or a thumbs up or whatever, I know Luminary gives you the ability to give thumbs up and thumbs down, please do so. Also, feel free to reach out. I really, really want to hear from a listener. So you can go to Motley Experience on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and you can tweet using the hashtag stuff explained and just Let me know your thoughts on what's being discussed, any relevant experiences that sort of tie in with that. So for example, the last two weeks, we've been talking about aromatherapy and fragrances. What are your favorite essential oils? What are your uh, favorite scents? Just really get that dialogue going and, and just to get that feedback so I can help make these episodes better and more interesting, more entertaining cover more relevant topics, I guess, to what people are really looking to hear. So... Yeah, with that being said, let's get into... Ooh, actually, I do have a question for you guys. So you see, I'm a book lover. I I love reading. Um, Over the last few months ago, I got an e-reader. So I got an Amazon Fire, and I've been downloading some books onto that. Now, if there's a book I really, really want to read and I'm interested in reading, then what I'll do is I'll buy the physical book. But I kind of have this weird moment where I realize, like, hey, I'm not the kind of person who really goes back and rereads books. I kind of just like keep them on the shelf. And then I just started thinking like, that's kind of a waste when you think about it, because even though it's wonderful to hold the physical book in your hand, you're essentially paying for that one-time experience, which could last a few days, weeks, maybe in a few months, depending on the book and your interest in it. And then it's just on a shelf, essentially gathering dust. And you just look at it once in a while and reminisce about the memories. And there's a, there's a wastefulness in there that bothers me a bit. But at the same time, I feel strange not buying books and I already have so many. So I just want to get your opinion. What do you guys do? Do you prefer buying books? Do you go to the library? Do you download eBooks? Do you rent? Like what do you do? How do you feel about physical book collections, about putting them up? Uh, When I was younger, I had this dream and I still do to building this library essentially for family and friends to enjoy. And, you know, especially for my future potential children and grandchildren to sort of read the books that I read and that's kind of the the idea behind it, this forming that sort of bond and connection over these stories. But I'd really like to hear your thoughts on that. So uh, The Motley Experience, check us out on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and just let me know using the hashtag stuff explained. What do you do with books? How do you approach books? Uh, okay, now we're going to get into the episode, which has absolutely nothing to do with books. Or does it? It doesn't. Life is a journey of exploration, learning, and growth. Basically, the world is full of fascinating stuff. Join me, Aristides Marousas, as I uncover interesting facts and discuss big ideas on Stuff Explained from the Motley Experience. Experience your world. Hello. 
Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to episode 24 of Stuff Explained. And if you haven't caught on already, every third episode, I like to talk about and share a big idea. And so I've covered a lot of big ideas around wellness, and this sort of fits under that category. I'd like to discuss the big idea of what it means to be undefinable. That's right. No boundaries, no borders, no putting yourself into a box. What does it mean to be undefinable and why we should all get comfortable with the idea of being undefinable? So growing up, we all wanted to fit into a certain group. When I was in middle school, for example, you had the goth group, you had the preppier group, you had the athletes group, and even the athletes were sort of subdivided into cross-country, wrestling, basketball, you know, whatever the sport was, they were kind of grouped into those sort of things. You had the music group, the drama group, especially in high school, and there were all these sort of subsections. And even today, if we look at the political climate, and this isn't anything new today, you have Democrats, Republicans, independents, you have those who don't care. Uh, outside of politics, you have religion, you know, what religious group do you belong to? What socioeconomic class, what ethnicity, what race, uh, what sexuality, on and on and on. And people just seem to want to define themselves. And it's odd, because at the same time, people will say, don't put labels on me. But the also, I've noticed sometimes approach that, um, hey, I don't have labels, almost as a label itself. So if you get what I mean, like it's it's a weird sort of um, thought process that I think people have that, you know, okay, I don't believe, belong to this group or that group, and I won't let you tell me what group I belong to. But by saying that, you're aligning yourself with other people who also don't fit into any boxes. So it's kind of a mental exercise, a mental hurdle there. But anyways, the point I am trying to get to is that as a people, as an organism, uh, we humans like to feel like we belong to something, to someone, to some people, to some group. And so we define ourselves. And if we don't define ourselves, other people define us for ourselves, regardless of whether we want them to or not. And so... This has its pros, you know, belonging, but it also has its cons. If you don't belong or if you're sort of being forced to belong to a group that maybe you're not comfortable with or vibing with or you feel has limitations that you're not comfortable, you're not okay with. And so this gets us to the big idea of being undefinable and why it's okay to not fit inside a box. It's okay to have many layers. It's okay to like different things. It's okay to be different people at the same time. Um, so, you know, just to tackle these one by one, it's okay to not fit into a box. It's okay to be a devout Christian who's also a Democrat, for example. They're out there. It happens. You know, it's, it's okay to be... Um, a poor working class, I guess, or lower socioeconomically and be Republican when you wouldn't necessarily think that those things mesh together uh, based on the platforms and where every, everything's at today. Um, and the, I mean, the list goes on and on and on. You know, it's okay to be, um, 
you know, for if there's any kids out there, if you're part of the cool group or the athletes group, it's okay to do that, but also like to play a musical instrument or be in drama club or something. You know, it's it's okay to not fit 100% into any one box. And then moving on from that, it's okay to have many layers. And anytime I think about this, I think about that scene in Shrek where he talks about having many layers like an onion. It's what I, I always go go back to. Um, it's true about life. There is no definitive answer on anything. It's very rare where you can actually realistically find black and white answers to, to questions and to people. Uh, people aren't black or white. There's this massive gray area and different shades of them, more than 50, that people can fit into. Um, so for example, again, going back to sort of those prototypical groupings that we come up with in school, you can be a jock who loves drama and also plays an instrument and also likes anime. You can be all of these things and you can have those layers to you. Uh, You can, you know, be perceived as this tough manly man but really deep inside like you you have this deep well of emotions like any other human being but you're okay with that because you won't let other people define what masculinity is that's another box that people try to put masculine feminine um and it's just it at the end of the day it's not true we as humans and this is kind of the underwritten theme of undefinable is, is we as a people there's just there's so much to us. There's so much more than that. We're such a mix of everything. Uh, Just think about the last time you felt any strong emotion. Uh, You can be disgusted, angry, sad, lonely, all that at the same time. And it is so overwhelming, trust me. But you can be all those things at the same time. You can be mad at someone, so angry and upset with someone, but at the same time love them, which is probably why you're so hurt in the first place. Um, you can, again, you can be a hardcore rock enthusiast, but also appreciate some hip hop, appreciate some pop. You know, there's no reason why we have to define ourselves. If you do, and that's the only thing you like, fine. I would only suggest that you try to open your horizons a little bit. But if you're comfortable with whether you're with, ugh, tongue twisted, if you're comfortable with where you're at, that's perfectly and absolutely fine. What I'm trying to say is that we can like different things, which brings me on to that next topic of liking different things. There's no reason why you only have to like Italian food for the rest of your life. You can enjoy Italian, sushi, Greek food, Middle Eastern food, New American, French, which isn't too far different from New American if we really think about it, but that's a conversation for another day. Um, Indian food, Chinese food, whatever it might be. If we're not going to restrict ourselves to food. Why can't we apply that same concept to the way we approach other things like music, TV shows, um, even political ideas and ideas for the future? Like you can believe that one way of doing things is for the best of the country, but that doesn't mean that you have to close off your minds to everything else. And you can you can agree to certain extents with both sides, whatever that might be. I'm being super general on purpose right now because I don't want to get into any specifics because I'm not trying to derail or push away people and distract from the ultimate theme and message of this particular episode, which is being undefinable.
you. Yeah, you over there listening to Stuff Explained from the Motley Experience. So if you're already listening to Stuff Explained from the Motley Experience, why not take that next step and head on over to themotleyexperience.com forward slash connect. Then all you got to do is enter your email address and you instantly become a part of the Motley Experience community. By doing this, you'll get the weekly insider newsletter that gives you all the latest and greatest from the Motley Experience, including updates from your favorite podcast, Stuff Explained. Again, themotleyexperience.com forward slash connect. There's absolutely nothing like having custom-made quality music for whatever your project might be. So if you're in the market for custom-made music, look no further than Retcon Industries. They provide tailor-made music for all sorts, whether it's professional wrestling, podcasts, trailers, and so much more. They can do it for you. So for more information, go to www.retconindustries.com or email my good friend Greg at retcongreg at gmail.com. Retcon Industries can also be found on Facebook and on Instagram at Retcon Industries. That's R-E-T-C-O-N Industries. We can be different people. You can be a father, a brother, a son, a friend, but that is not the extent of your identity. You are also you. Uh, The same thing goes for women, of course. You are not defined by your motherhood, by your sisterhood, by being a daughter, by being a lover, a girlfriend, whatever it might be. You know, this is for this is for both genders essentially, um, and anywhere in between on that matrix. As you know, people are sort of becoming more aware of uh, of the differences in people and their perceptions of themselves and others. But again, I don't want to digress too much down that pathway. You can be different people. You can be the clean cut corporate office person when you go to your nine to five, because that's how you really succeed in that environment. And as soon as you leave, uh, you can sort of, you know, loosen that tie, unbutton that top button and go and um, have a jam session with some friends and, you know, have an awesome riff on a guitar, whatever it might be. In my own example, in my own history, for example, I've done the nine to five and then I would be a professional wrestler on weekends and then I'd be a blogger and then I'd be talking about, you know, politics and economics. You know, I went to school for supply chain management and economics. And if you look at just the last, oh, when did I graduate? 2014. Oh man, it's been about six years almost. Um, So if you look at those six years, a lot of people are surprised at all the different things I've been and to some extent, the different type of people I've been. You know, I've been the shy guy. I've been the confident guy. Depends on the setting. I've been sure of myself. I've been overly cocky. Uh, I've been overly optimistic, pessimistic. Um, I've been the wrestler who dives through ropes and, you know, pile drives people. I've also been the person sitting at corporate functions um, discussing the latest, you know, HR policies or whatever it might be, the latest operations policies, commenting on politics for my blog and or this podcast, for example. There's so many different avenues, the spiritual awakening journey I've been on the last eight months or so. There's so, and that's just me in the last few years. So imagine 
any human being, any given human being across an entire lifetime, all the different phases, all the different likes and dislikes, it's completely uh, limitless. There's no borders to it at all. As Deepak Chopra says, it's, um, I believe anyways, it's like unlimited potential. And it's just, it's absolutely fantastic and something I'm super passionate about because historically, and you can look at your parents or your grandparents, people like to be in boxes. Um, you know, you grew up in this kind of environment and you could hope for a little bit more, but you know, you really should stick in your lane. That whole staying in your lane, pick a lane at 18 because that's when you're going to school and that's the lane you stay in. And you know, you have the family and what does adulthood look like? And we did an episode on what it means to, to grow up. So go back and check that out. What it means to grow up, what it means to be an adult, what it means to be, um, to be a, a citizen of the U.S., to be a consumer, to be productive, to have output, what all those mean, they're so finite, and they're trying to put you in this lane because it's easy to categorize, it's easy to label, but the truth of the matter is humans don't function that way. We just don't. We have such a wide, beautiful, vast array of a spectrum. Each single one of us at any given moment can be so many different things at the same time. You can be the CEO, you can be a parent, you could be a sibling, a family member, you could be a rock star. You could do all those things at the same time. Look at some of the most successful people today. They are, as Marie Forleo, who I'm a huge fan of, likes to put it, are multi-potentialites. And I think all of us have the capability to be multi-potentialites, which means you have all these different interests and it's okay to, to pursue them, all of them at the same time, or you stagger them, you know, like any given person, if we're fortunate, lucky, and healthy, have a full lifetime to experience everything. All the emotions, all the ups and downs, the heartbreak, the, the love, um, highs, lows, everything in between. We can do that because life gives you everything. Life opens. It's just one huge door of opportunity. And it's up to you to walk through. And it's up to you to discern what you want to experience and what you don't want to experience. And of course, sometimes um, you know, we don't really have much choice what comes our way. But again, I don't want to digress too, too much. I just want to focus on this main message once again of being undefinable. You are undefinable. Don't let anyone define you. Don't even let yourself define you. Don't put yourself in a box. Don't put yourself in a corner. No one puts baby in a corner. Don't let anyone else do that to you either. Because at the end of the day, none of us really know our potential. No one really knows what the future holds for us. We don't know that. We don't have the answers. We only know what we might want to happen. At the end of the day, what we might want to happen may not be what's best for us. And it may not be what we want tomorrow or the day after tomorrow. So I think the, the lasting message that I want to leave this podcast on is let's approach life with more open-mindedness and curiosity. First and foremost with ourselves because we are a mystery to ourselves. And that's, there's something beautiful in that. Um, especially if you're kind of down in the dumps and you're like, this is it. It's not it. There are depths to you that you haven't even begun to explore yet. And that's the part of my journey that I'm on now where I'm really just starting to see what is possible for me. Don't let, I don't want to limit myself through negative self-talk and fear. Uh, those are all natural things that come up and I try to deal with them as they do. But 
let's explore myself when it comes to working out. Really quick, easy example. Uh, instead of saying, oh, I want to look like this and lose that many pounds, it's good to sort of have those parameters. But really, it's like, what am I capable of? How much weight can I lose? How healthy can I get? How jacked or shredded or whatever uh, terminology you want to use? How, how can I get there? Like, what is the, the maximum for me? How quick? Just through curiosity. When you're approaching through curiosity, they become almost almost a challenge, like a game. Um, with this podcast, how many episodes can I do? How many people can I reach? How many downloads can I get to? Uh, how, how quickly can I get to a community? Um, Etc. Etc. So if we approach life in that way, where we don't know the answers, we're just curious. We're approaching it because, at the end of the day, there's no definitive answer for really almost anything I, I can imagine. the The whole landscape changes for us. The game changes, and we become a more aware player instead of just a, a participant that's just going through the motions. So, before I continue on any more tangents, which if you've been listening to this, I am very wont to do, um, especially if you've ever spoken to me in in real life. I mean, isn't this real? Anyways, I, I can go on tangents. So I'm going to cut myself off here again, repeated it a few times now. You are undefinable. Don't let anyone else, including you, yourself, say otherwise. Look yourself in the mirror and say, I am undefinable. I have unlimited potential, limitless possibilities. I do that as an affirmation and it does help a lot. So with that being said, thank you very much for tuning in to this episode of Stuff Explained. I'll talk to you next week. And until then, I hope you have a great and healthy week. Bye. Stuff Explained is written and produced by me, Aristides Marousas. Music is produced by the talented Greg Massey of Retcon Industries. Visit themontleyexperience.com for more thoughtful original content, and you can also find links to the sources used for each episode of Stuff Explained. Like us on Facebook at The Motley Experience. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Motley Experience and use the hashtag Stuff Explained. If you like this episode, leave a review, subscribe, and share with a friend. Thank you for listening.